Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, quipster.net. I thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoy the review that you're about to hear. If you do, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button, and you'll continue to get all of my reviews as they come out throughout the course of this year and beyond. Today, I'm going to be reviewing a film that is getting quite a lot of awards, attention, awards, buzz, award nominations, depending on the organization putting it out. It really is getting quite a lot of attention. It is Lady Bird. It's a comedy drama. It is rated R for language, sexual content, brief graphic nudity, and teen partying. The runtime is an hour and 33 minutes. Saoirse Ronan is the main star. Laurie Metcalf, Beanie Feldstein, Tracy Letts, Lucas Hedges, Lois Smith round out some of the supporting cast. The director and the screenwriter is Greta Gerwig. This one is set in Sacramento, California. It's in the year 2002. That's when this film is set. Lady Bird follows an all-girls Catholic private school senior named Christine McPherson, who lists among her very vast array of idiosyncrasies that she would no longer like to be called Christine. She wants to be called Lady Bird. This is an eventful year for the impulsive Lady Bird. She discovers the joys, the pains of falling in love, peer pressure, being in the school theater group, snooty clicks being less than well-to-do and what that means for being popular in school and also trying to find her own path while still with her judgmental mother named Marion, played by Laurie Metcalf. Marion seems to see Lady Bird as not really living up to her true potential or as Lady Bird interprets her mother's words as a disappointment. Greta Gerwig, she's the writer, she's the director of this fictional narrative that takes quite a bit from her own life and she makes a remarkable first solo effort without the hands of her boyfriend and frequent collaborator, writer-director Noah Baumbach. Greta Gerwig, like Ladybird, she grew up in the Sacramento area, Sacramento being dubbed, at least in this film, the Midwest of California. She was a teen in the early 2000s, just like Ladybird, she longed to escape once she graduates, she wanted to go to New York City, and that was perceived to Lady Bird in this film as a place where there's actual culture, there's ways to express oneself without being derided by parents or educators or peers who think that she's only fooling herself and dreaming that she might get into a prestigious school on the East Coast. This is not really an unfamiliar story. We've seen many films about teens with dysfunctional parental relationships who have a tough time finding identity and belonging while in high school. Indie films are chock full of stories like this, but I think what makes Lady Bird unique among these is that its writer and director is a unique storyteller. She imbues her characters with distinct but sensible voices. She fills her story with a lot of little tidbits that really only come from the mind of someone who truly has been there. This smacks of honesty. It becomes relatable. We've experienced something akin to what Ladybird has gone through in our lives, even if we haven't strove as hard to break out of the mold that others have tried to place upon us like she has. Ladybird, if you break down her name, it speaks of maturity, the lady, and the free-flying name. Wanting to be free like a bird, she gives herself that name. She seeks independence. She wants to come into her own. She desires to be free and to make her own decisions at school, at home. She doesn't really have a lot to say in her life, at least at this point, even though she feels she has a lot to say. Her mother, Marion, doesn't want to see this bird fly too far from the nest. She can't stand to see her daughter make bad decisions, but Lady Bird would rather make a bad decision on her own instead of let someone else call all of the shots for her. The performances in Lady Bird are brilliant. Ronan continues her streak as an actress on the forefront of critical appeal. Metcalf delivers a truly magnificent portrayal of Marion, 
who is this seemingly resentful mother who can do no right by trying to guide her daughter to do no wrong. The banter between Ronan and Metcalf is performed with utmost sincerity to its characters. The way that they talk over one another without actually listening beyond hearing something that they assume they aren't going to like. Forcing irregular behavior in order to express frustration. There's an early scene in this film that involves an act of a character harming herself in order to end some frustrated bickering. These two actresses seethe underneath trying to keep their composure. It results in plenty of passive-aggressive comments when they aren't out and out at each other's throats, with the mother wanting the daughter to be the best version of herself and the daughter wondering if her mother will ever accept her for who she is and who she wants to be. Although Sir Sharonin's character is a surrogate for Gerwig, of course, and her experiences at the time, I do think that it's to the writer-director's credit that she can also see her own character as occasionally selfish and myopic and wrong-headed in a way that further adds to a believability in that character as a potential train wreck who just might need someone to guide her. And it endears her all the more because we see her for her flawed nature, especially as she has the capability to grow. We actually want to root her on at a certain point. And, and though he's not on the screen as much, Tracy Letts also shines as a father who's kind to his daughter in many ways, but Maybe he's too kind to really express his own displeasure and his insecurities when those around him seem overburdened with those feelings on their own. This is funny. This is sad. This is incisive. It has a refreshingly authentic voice. Lady Bird emerges as one of the year's finest releases. One of the best teen films to come out in many a year, even though the film doesn't really aim for that demographic the way other high school movies tend to do. It also works very well as a tale of a bickering mother and a daughter who can't seem to see eye to eye. And to Greta Gerwig's great credit, she does make her mother relatable and sensible instead of the heavy in this film. While she is still infuriating and petty in many ways that many of us can understand when we want to do what's best for our children. In the moment, it's hard to find breathing room with all of the criticism, but in hindsight, we realize that much of it comes through wanting one's best for one's children. Greta Gerwig seems to have great respect for her mother's ways, despite always butting heads, at least during the teenage years. She named Ladybird, by the way, with her mother's name, Christine. So I think that pays a little bit of homage there. Greta Gerwig has a great deal of affection for her characters, even ones who cross her stand in Ladybird, and in turn, we develop a fondness for them that makes the film pay off into becoming one of the must-see films of 2017. I'm giving Lady Bird four stars. I highly recommend this film. There's not anybody I wouldn't recommend this to. It is an R-rated film, so not necessarily what I would consider to be a family film. It's a mild R as far as I'm concerned, but nevertheless, if this sounds of appeal to you, I do strongly encourage you to go out and see Lady Bird. It is fantastic and will definitely be in my top 10 at the end of the year. I'm sure of it. Maybe my top five. I guess time will tell when I actually get around to making my top 10. Good job, Greta Gerwig. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you want to hear more of my podcasting work, you can find me around the world in 80s movies. It's my 80s film podcast. I go through all of the films of the 1980s, one each week, and you can check that out. Just search for that. Also, on the In Session Film podcast, go to InSessionFilm.com for more details. I'm on the extra film segments of that show. Maybe not so much of late, but if you look over the last year, you'll find some of my contributions there. If you have any requests as to what you want to hear, you can also find my contact information on my website. You can go to quipster.net, where you can also find over 4,000 of my written reviews. That's quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net.